with the power of ninja, anything is possible. Even skipping an entire half-season of Zord footage. In this block of Power Rangers, the team falls to a very unlikely foe. Rita and Zed combine their powers and we hear Rocky say, Tyrannosaurus for one last awful time. They find me, Ninja, in my pot home. <laughs> and I give them powers because they have my soul inside of them. Only with the soul of Ninja you can call upon the power of me, Ninja. You had the power for about an hour. Hello and welcome to Power Playthrough, a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room at Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddy. And I'm out of here. Well, you you have a good one, Ninjor. Thank you. You can take all the bang you want. Oh, yes, I will take a cherry blade lemonade for the road. Yeah, that's a, take care of the, the, the ninja muscles. Oh, yes, the only thing that keeps me... Flowing with energy is that sweet creatine. <laughs> oh, Sweaty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. So, season three has begun. Begum <laughs> in earnest. <laughs> and. <laughs> begum in earnest, P. Worrell. The Ninja Quest is what we'll be covering today. All four parts, yeah. written by Shuki Levy and Shell Danielson, directed by Terrence H. Winkless. On the weekend of, not weekend, the week of September 11th, we're going to go the 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th for these episodes Yeah, right here. Yeah, and this is truly uh, like the start of it. Truly. Truly. Truly the start of season three. As you were saying, because we did, we we had a little diversion with Mass Rider, which we liked. We, that was a lot of fun, but it kind of felt like it separate, like a separate thing. You know, like this was like like it was like a special that was out of almost out of continuity, but not yeah. quite. While I mean, like it was our dude's first match. Yeah, he had to get put over. Yeah, yeah, and he needed someone that's booked start, strong. You got to start building something to help him out. I understand. You got to start building something. Yeah, Jay White going against Tanahashi in mm -hmm. Wrestle Kingdom. I mean. People didn't like, some people didn't like that being there, but you got to start the stud somewhere, baby. Yeah. He wasn't ready, but now he's the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Woogity, woogity, woogity. Jax. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, Ninja Quest. Dope time. Fun Did time. you just say DigiQuest? Ninja Quest. Oh, okay. I may have, like, if, I, my mouth don't do good. My mouth don't do the words <laughs> dead I, well. I definitely said Ninja Quest, but the way I enunciate... Could have very well came out like uh, DigiQuest. Yes. Which I love talking about if you want to talk about Digimon. We can put you in contact with James. You guys could do a Digimon podcast. Oh, he loves Digimon. Man. the And Spyro. Spyro. Mm -hmm. Spyro kind of scared me. Yeah. The first game. It was the, the feeling of flying, the gliding mm -hmm. that they captured so well that that scared me. Really? Yeah. When I... I've never played a Spyro game. Oh, okay. 
it's the rant like him the way that because it one thing spyro did was the camera work was on point mm -hmm. because like up to that point 3d games with the camera work it was very hit or miss and when it hit it was just barely you know you like, see like, i was a nintendo 64 boy and the camera work never hit yeah i was gonna say like look at you know mario 64 which is a very fun game to this day that camera sucks butts yeah so camera work in 3d games up to that point were very shoddy spyro like when you would glide or when you would when you would ram like you'd get to ramming speed with spyro the the camera shifted it got it was real dynamic yeah so it was it i wasn't ready i wasn't ready for that kind of thrill ride at, at such a young age i feel you <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I like Spyro, but it scared me, so I didn't play the other games. Well, I, no, I think I played the... Did you play... You didn't play Ripto's Rage? I think I played the second... Recto, Recto? Ripto's Rage. Oh, Ripto's Rage. No, I played the second one, which I think entered a Dragonfly. I think that that's what the second one was called. I thought the second one was Ripto. Maybe the third one's Enter the Dragonfly. I'm pretty sure I played Enter the Dragonfly. Uh, I don't know. Spyro is cool. Scared me. Digimon, I'm, I'm about it. Let's get digital. For sure. All right. The podcast. Yes. <laughs> Ninja Quest Part 1 starts out on the beach where Stone Canyon versus Angel Grove rekindle their terrible rivalry. This is for the championship, but more importantly, it's for a free fucking lunch at Ernie's new outdoor location. And Bulk wants to know, is it also for fans of the winner? Because we're fans of the winners, no yeah. matter what team it is. <laughs> <laughs> good, Good way to... Good way to hedge your bets, boys. Yeah. So, Rita, that's going on at the... Yeah, you can go ahead. This is your podcast, too. At the <laughs> at the palace, uh, Zed has a present for Rita, Rita and... Well, he, his and Rita's anniversary. Yep. He, he has something with a with a cloth over it with a big gold Z, pulls off, and it's a, a repulsoscope, I think she calls yeah, it. Yeah, she says it's better than the old repulsoscope, which we didn't know that had a name. Yeah, we just remembered it was just her telescope that she used, but she has a new one now. Uh, like, we get some funny bits, some funny lines, uh, toss back between them. Zed saying, well, Rita asking, how long have we been married, Mal? Married, Mal? How long we Mal? We now? Rita asking, how long have we been married now? And Zed, and Zed saying, oh, it's been so blissful. You know, it feels awful. Oh, it's been so awful that it feels like it's been mere moments. And Rita's like, yeah, it's felt like a century. <laughs> Good stuff. He's in the way of the telescope or pulsoscope. It's kind of a hard word to say. I may not say it anymore. A, a meteor hits, and they're like, oh, what is that? What knocked us over? They're getting helped up by Squat, Babu, and Goldar. Yeah. We cut back to the beach bash, the bash <laughs> at the beach. Oh, it, it, it's a couple years. It's a couple years off, but the bash at the beach where Hogan turns heel, man, that's where it happened. That's where everything changed. That's where wrestling became different. Yeah. Um, there is a flash of light on the moon that catches Billy's attention, and he misses the ball. The Stone Canyon people, who are just beautiful cut beach bodies, are like, yeah. "Hey, are you gonna hurry up and play?" And Kimberly's like, "Yeah, we're gonna hurry up and play. God, you know we're gonna win." Yeah. Yeah, the guy's just hurrying to his defeat. On the moon, the meteor that hit is a skeleton man coming <laughs> out of the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is a skeleton man in the 
the best way I can describe the color scheme of no fear. <laughs> he is half normal skeleton, half camo skeleton. Yeah, and he's got like a his skull it has like like an army helmet like it, like but it's yeah, part of his skull. But there's a skull on the back of it. Yeah, there's a lot going on, but this is our boy Rito Revolto. And he is planting some eggs because he's got a gift for his sister Rita and her old man Ed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a recurring joke throughout this season. But it gets me every time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rito not being able to remember his dad's name. Yeah. He takes off after burying the egg, says, I'll catch you when you hatch. And he goes to Rita and Zed's house. Yeah, he face plants. He teleports into a face plant inside the palace. And uh, once Rita sees who he is, they, they greet each other. Do you think this is like half-brother, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Another question I have. Is Repulsa and Revolto... Last names, or are those, like, extensions of their first names? Uh, I mean, like, we don't know what Master Vile's last name is. Yeah. Unless Vile is his last name. Yeah, right, right. Uh, in Boom, they have revealed Rita's mother having the last name Repulsa, so... Mm, so he could be, like... He, I think Vile's just laying pipe. He could be a stepbrother. Yeah. Okay. Vile might be out there just dropping. Yeah. Dropping kids. He's probably a half-brother. Yeah, spread spreading the vial. Yeah. yeah, spreading the vial all over the universe. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I accept that. Yeah, I. Uh, but Rito, um, Rito greets his sister. Yeah, uh, everyone's surprised that Rita has a brother. Uh, Goldar doesn't like him. He says, yeah. "I smell something rotten." Yeah, and then <laughs> Rito goes, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> <laughs> Real juggalo. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, command center alpha, alpha. Everything's on the fritz. They can't yeah. find out what hit the moon. Yeah, yeah. The the scanners are down. Without it, they cannot monitor Zed's actions. So he has Alpha try and fix what uh, try to fix the problem. At the bash at the beach volleyball tournament, uh, they the Rangers. We get a we get a uh, we get a volleyball montage of sorts where each each of the Rangers does their own spike. Yeah, decent enough. I want the only reason I'm mentioning that though is because did you notice Tommy punching the ball? Like oh, everyone yeah. kind of volleyballs it. Like they do, they, you know. He doesn't know how to sports. Yeah, he, but he jumps up and he just punches. He just like Superman punches the ball. Yeah, he and do, it, he doesn't know how to sports. I was gonna say, remember the episode football? Where, yeah, where he has literally no how how I how idea. He literally has no idea how to make his body operate in anything outside of combat sports. Yeah. Like, he's a very interesting like, guy. I feel like that's probably very similar to JDF. He's like, all I know how to do is promote on Instagram and fight. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so you think, like, at improper times, he's, con he's, like, putting over his, like, IG or something like that? Oh, yeah, no, he's definitely at home. Yeah. And like he probably he, looks at his wife and she's like, he's like, keep trying to hit the like button on this. Yeah. <laughs> it's really probably going to put you over a little bit like on this. Says, says, we'll put you over on this roast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he says goodbye to a relative and he, and like, it's like a nice embrace. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Yo, yeah. He's like, make, make sure, make sure to like and subscribe. Like, and he's like, oh shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Make sure you watch my Morphin Life on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> anything, <laughs> anything he's, anything he signs is like I'm gigantic. Gonna keep, I'm gonna keep telling everybody that my daughter's gonna be the next Red Ranger until she is. I like that kind of manifest destiny. That's I don't like that kind of manifest. I appre- well, okay, I would say I appreciate the gall on him to just keep saying that until it's true, you know. And we'll see we'll see if he has that power. So at the palace, Rito is fucking around with Zed's staff. Yeah. Just just like touching it and like seeing the energy uh, flow off it. Zed yanks it from him. Uh, Rito is like, God, this guy's worse than dad, Rita. He's all, I got a wedding present for you and Ed. You just have to stay, just gotta have to, what does he say? Just have to hang around until they hatch. You want me to take care of those Power Rangers for you, boy? Yeah. And he's like, you couldn't even get rid of a flea. And he's like, couldn't do worse than you, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I didn't know that we were on burn notice here. So Rita, uh, sticking sticking by family, she's like, well, how about we send Rito out to lead a group of monsters. Yeah. Yeah. And while the Power Rangers are fighting, our army uh, while the Power Rangers are fighting Rito, our army of monsters can wreak havoc with Rito playing the decoy. Yeah. Rito doesn't know what a decoy is. He's like, "Yeah, we're good." He's like, "I have an idea. You want to hear it? Just send me down alone and I'll kill him." <laughs> uh So the the championship, the volleyball championship concludes with our perfect teenagers winning it. Uh, thereby getting them a free lunch at Ernie's Outdoor Cafe. But also, since Ernie is a terrible businessman, he's like, you know what? Everyone gets a free lunch. Yep. Everyone. Cool, man. What the? You have a brand new location. What do you do? You're going to write it off. I mean, (laughs) it's fine. But Ernie's Ernie's a sucker. Yeah. And... I think he's going to try something new and probably not just serve whipped cream mm. at the outdoor palace. Well, yeah, we find out it isn't just whipped cream because there's a there's a whole thing going on. But but at the palace, uh, Goldar's the pal- Goldar's spotting Rito. Yeah, while he's already, bench pressing. There's already a little bit of chemistry there. Yeah, because Rito's yeah bench pressing two boulders while uh, as Dan said, Goldar is spotting him. the gr- The grand opening of the outdoor cafe. Literally looks like the outside of the youth center. Yeah. <laughs> like they just moved it. They outside. just put tables outside. They put pictures of big old milkshakes out there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're like, what's going on? Where is Tommy? Just, no one knows. Well, he better get here soon if he wants lunch. That's just the I- iconography of Ernie's. Bulk and know. Skull have a tray full of sandwiches that they're jamming into their pockets. Yeah, good time. Uh, behind them are two very pretty ladies talking about the Power Rangers, how they w- wish they could find out who they are, and especially the Guy Rangers. I just want to know who the boys are, because I love a man in uniform. This gives Bulk and Skull an idea. Yeah. They need to get some uniforms. Yeah. It's like, how are they going to get uniforms? Well, Bulk notices a poster for the Angel Grove Junior Police Patrol. And this is... Bulkin Skull's I, I, path it, has been set. This is so exciting. This is so this is so awesome to me. I This is they were already mainstays. Yeah. Now that we're having these whole long like this sets them on a on a path that makes them like immortal in the in the Power Rangers like lore or mythos, whatever you want to call it, you know, in the Power Rangers canon. 
this really cements him. Yeah. This whole this whole path that starts with them becoming junior policemen, then detectives and science, scientists and all that. Fucking fantastic. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this shit. I'm on board. Yeah. This is what I meant with this felt like the start of season three. There's, you know, big things popping off, baby. Big things popping. Little things stopping. Exactly. Big things popping. Little things stopping. <laughs> Boom. Boom shaka laka laka. <laughs> Finster comes in with his monsters, and it is the fighting flea, the octo... Octophant? No, that wasn't him. Maybe? Uh, I don't know. It's Liz- the oct- it's Lizinator, and then Fighting st- Flea, Stag Beetle, st- uh, the Stag Beetle, and then it's the octopus from the from the gold shield, the no, dragon no, shield that, background. That was um, the oysterizer. No, that was whoever spit out. Slime. That was oysterizer. Oysterizer. Yes. So this one is the Octophantom. Yeah, Octophantom, you got it, bud. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I remember back in that episode. We were really confused by that name. Anyway, that's that's the crew. This is get, this is who's gonna do the job. Um, so they're not gonna do the job. Well, they do. they're not jobbing out for sure. Oh, well, oh, excuse, <laughs> excuse me, sorry, not that job, not not wrestling terminology job. The, these are the boys that are gonna get get the the work in here okay they're not they're not gonna do the j-o-b yeah they're gonna go over um rito's gonna lead him who runs off and super excited with all of his skull grenades around his waist then he doesn't he doesn't know how to leave the palace even though you're on the moon just go magic out of here get get going yeah and they're like just leave he's like oh okay i guess i'll figure it out all right i'm going maybe the big lizard knows the way he his voice is great yeah, it's it's the five monsters hit the scene ready to do damage. Like everyone's split up and hide. Yeah. Oh, everyone's getting a good hiding spot, but me. <laughs> You're not supposed to hide. You're supposed to be out. You're uh, like, oh, okay. So he just lies on the floor. He lies on the he lies on the forest floor and just waits for the rangers. Yes. The at the command center, Alpha can't find out find where the monsters are because yeah, everything's the, still on the fritz yeah the alarm's going off so they know that the that earth is in danger but the scanners can't pinpoint anything so they just have to put out like a general warning at ernie's outdoor they uh the rangers are called and they're like well we we can go we just don't know where tommy is and they're like it's fine go anyway ernie's patio ernie's Mm. Ernie's parking lot. <laughs> uh, Ernie's parking lot and parfaits. Ernie's, Ernie's parking lot parfait palace. Parfait palace. <laughs> Alliteration, it's what we love on the podcast. Barza's bargain, basement, fight and flee. It's easy to do. Uh, the Rangers immediately go down to where Rito is, and then Rito's like, what's up, Rangers? I'm here to mess you up. They don't try to fight him at all or anything like that. Just, it's morphin' time. Yeah. See the morph sequence? Uh, Rito goes big. Yeah, immediately goes big. Tries stepping on the Rangers. Yeah. Uh, We hit the final call. Yes, for the Thunderzords. Also, that was the final it's morphin' time 
with White Tiger, Mastodon, Pterodactyl, Triceratops. This is, yeah, this is the last call for this uh, morph sequence and this Zord call. And notably, this Zord call, they are now matching calling the Zords to the location that they're in. Yeah, each time they do their poses, they're now shooting new footage for that to match whatever fight it is. Yeah, Mastodon, Lion, Thunder, Zord, Power, all of that stuff. Yep. So they, the Zords start battling Rito with purely, Im- it's a mixture of American footage and Japanese footage. Yeah. Anytime Rito does a Hisats attack or something like that. Yeah, some kind of special attack. It's Japanese footage. Anytime he's just fighting straight up, it's American footage. Yeah. Uh, one of the notable things about them making their monster grow, because we did skip it. Oh, when they right, made right. Rito yeah, grow, how he got big. Is was... they no longer do the Zed grenade. Yeah. Uh, they cross staffs. And they use their married magical energy. <laughs> yeah. Their matrimony. <laughs> their matrimonial magic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to make their monsters grow, which yeah. makes a lot of sense here because they're now working together. Yeah, that's what I thought gives the monsters the edge in this because Rito is still kind of outmatched because it's two. You know, yeah. It's two swords. But once the other monsters come in who are made big and then we get a lot of... Uh, Zeo footage. Yeah, we get some bad cuts where we see the Dino Megazord and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever. But but they kick the crap out of the Zords. They to the, and during the entire time they're asking Zordon more power, more power, more power, and they're like, "We can't give you more power. There's a chance that you're going to lose your powers." And Tommy, yeah. so cavalier, he goes, laughs at it too. <laughs> yeah, sure, we'll take that chance. Yeah, he laughs at it. He literally laughs at it. Yeah, that's more as soon as. As soon as uh, Alpha does it under their command, the, the, all the like all the systems inside the command center blow the fuck up. Yeah, things uh, sparks go flying. This is also brand new uh, command center blowing up footage because uh, like panels are coming off. There's a, you see the guts of them and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, may, maybe int- uh, maybe um, like an entirely new set too. It's not, but yeah, everything. Everything feels fresh and new. Yep. The Zords are destroyed. Yeah, the, the four monsters are, are flung from them. Fling them from the sor- from the Zords, and then we start to see some real uh, upsetting footage. Like, the first thing we see is the head of the Tiger Zord roll off of the yeah, top of it. Yeah, it falls off. And then the monsters just start ripping at the Zords, ripping off the arms of Red Dragon Thunder Zord with the lion bits. Yeah. Ripping the body in half, all yeah. of that. Basically, the costume parts are coming off, but they added a bunch of wires and and circuitry to the insides of them. Um, a very a very definite fall and and uh, destruction of of these swords. It's not like in the first season where or the start of the second season where the swords just get frozen. Yeah. Know, and then they transform with thunder power. These. They're straight up destroyed, and then there's no salvaging them. Uh, we cut to the rangers who have been ejected and demorphed, watching their zords get destroyed. Yeah. And, like, you get a lot of the acting level that you expect out of these kids for what they're being paid, to watching their zords get destroyed. Yeah. But the faces that Amy Joe makes are the most... Oh my God! My friends are dying. Faces. <laughs> it's very desperate. Yeah. It's yeah. Very desperate. It's she's held back by Billy and Aisha as she watches these old allies just 
well, get dismembered. Like, Adam's face is very much like, I'm having a hard time holding Amy back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tommy covers his face because... He can't emote. He's not... I mean, <laughs> no, like, like it's... I don't, I don't want to, like, say they're they're bad actors, but there's some situations where, like, I don't think that they're in the moment completely. Well, it's probably just I mean, long shooting days. Sometimes the heart's not into it, you know? Yeah. But, um... Amy, the consummate professional. Yes, Amy. That's very true. But regardless, this destruction of the Zords feels so, um... I don't know, substantial? No, obviously substantial. I honestly, it, feels... it doesn't. And let me why, explain why. why. Why do you say that? That's an inter- interesting take. It doesn't feel substantial because the movie. Oh, sure. Because as a child who already had the toys of the Ninja Mega Falcon Zord, I knew what I was receiving. Okay, I see. So, like, yes, the Zords were getting destroyed, but I didn't feel like, oh, no, the bad guys won. I knew that the Ninja Zords were coming. Fair enough. In a vacuum, in a vacuum here where this is happening and there there was no movie, right? In this continuity, it's pretty scary. In that sense, yes. Right? I mean, like, we watch these Zords, the heroes, the superheroes, the supermen of the show get demolished. You know, they're gone. And, like, the next episode picks up with them walking through the remains of them that are on fire. And they're like, maybe, maybe uh, Zoran can fix this. And Billy's like, yeah, no, that's mm. not going to happen. These are, this is scrap. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going off of, like, the mindset sure. I, I of, understand. like, even as a kid, I was like, oh, the Ninja Zords are here. Yeah, like, I... I get you. I absolutely get you on that. Like, I mean, the movie was more the start of season three for me than the start of season three is because I basically jumped in at the episode when they get their ninja powers in the show while the movie was like the movie took place of all this for me. Yeah. You know, I just watched season three after they got their powers. Yeah. So I get you. So this is, Almost, it's not a first time because I, I definitely saw this stuff before, but this is the first time I've watched it since I've been old enough to really think about it. Yeah. So it's kind of new to me and it kind of, I don't know, maybe it's holding more weight with me because of that. And maybe because of the podcast and putting so much thought and effort into Power Rangers. I guess so. Uh, no on problem. a regular basis, people ask me, have you watched this? Have you watched this? And I, go, I think I only watch Power Rangers. Yeah. I think that's all I can watch in life. Yeah. <laughs> so it does feel like that's it. Yeah. Anyway, they're walking through the remains of the Zords, trying to figure out what to do. Billy's like, they can't be salvaged. It's going to be a long walk to the command center. We better get going. Yeah, because they used up all the power and they can't even teleport. Yeah. They don't have morphing, anything. Yeah. Like communicators, nothing. All because Tommy made a poor decision yeah like it's not you can't even you can't even argue for it he laughed at it he took it so lightly when when zordon warned him that it's like this could be a bad move how about you just you know maybe back up regroup do something else 
But instead, he's like, nah, we're, there's no way we're going to lose our powers. I'm the face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't lose. The Yeah, and now they're they're marooned. While at the palace, uh, like, they're kind of celebrating that. They got the Power Rangers. They don't have powers anymore. They don't have Zords. Now they can enact all of their evil plans. Yep. They but, go to a darkened command center where the all the panels are destroyed and everything. Um, Zordon and Alpha are are uh, telling him, like, it's gone. You, there's nothing they can do for you. There's no power. Yeah. This could take centuries to fix. Yeah. They're like, Billy can just do it, and he's like, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> this is on such a monumental level, the destruction here. But Alpha and Zordon say, there may be one thing we can do. And that's good. Well, Zordon's like, the Power Rangers are done. We're done with this. And then Alpha's like, but what about the map that we found with the power coins that could lead to Ninjor? Yeah. And it's like, who's Ninjor? And he's like, well, he created the power coins, but we don't even know if he's real. Yeah, we don't know if this place is real. We don't know. Yeah. It, there's nothing to there's nothing to prove that real, but the, the map will lead them to the Desert of Despair or through the Desert of Despair. And if all things go well, they'll find a temple and hopefully inside a, a way to gain the ninja power, which was like a as they describe it, kind of like a power of legend, you know, yeah. not necessarily real. Yeah. So they're like, well, how can we scrounge up enough power? And they're like, well, I think we can divert some stuff and then create a new teleporter just for it. But, uh, hold hands. <laughs> they skip ahead and Alpha has this orb on a stick and they all place their hands up in a triangle. Very similar to the movie when they have the ninja powers and they it's give like Zordon they, back they, his when life. They, when they... Um, yeah, when they give Zoran back his life, exactly. Because with the power of Ninjetti, anything is possible. And with the power of me! I thought you took off. He's like, I'm always around Man. in your dreams. Oh. That's he wasn't ominous. even in the room. That's kind of ominous. You can just hear his voice. He just ninja vanished. That. That's going to happen a lot. Okay. All right. Um, They're yeah. transported... To the, to the desert of despair. Yeah, buddy. And Billy, who now should be the leader, because... Oh, yeah, that was like, that's a D rank for you, sir. Tommy made a poor choice, and now him or Kimberly get to be the leader. Yeah. By de facto, by like, by point of like, what is the word? Seniority? Nepotism. Nepotism. Billy gets moved to the front because Kimberly would have Tommy's best interests at heart being as their relationship. Yeah. How how clean would Billy look in white? How good would it look if they just did Blue Ranger with the white shield? Oh my god. <laughs> like that is that's a hornery idea there. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Then Tommy that, just no, has to walk around with no shield. That's <sighs> Someone draw that, please. That's gorgeous. You know what they could do? They could use whatever power's left in the dragon coin and give them the yeah. dragon shield and just mm -hmm. say, now you're the leader. Yeah, yeah. Because we've seen Billy in other, in other colors, primarily gray and black, because in in Zeo, like when he was the, the man, uh, when he was the man on the scene yeah. in the command center, just handling everything, he wore a lot of grays and blacks. Well, he got to wear whatever he wanted because he was free of the chains of yeah, Power Rangers. Yeah, that's true. Zordon wasn't up his ass about making sure he's he like, you know the uniform. 
<laughs> it pleases them. It's just something. It's it's neat to Zordon. So they're following the map through the desert. Um, elsewhere, at the Angel Grove Police Academy, Bulk and Skull approach the gates because they are here to sign up. Mm-hmm. They 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 tell the police guard at the gate that they want to sign up, and Skull goes. Because we want to impress girls. Yeah. The guy says, "You better need a better. You need a better reason than that. You better, 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 better reason. <laughs> so you need that better reason." They go, "Well, we want to protect the girls." And they go, "Get in here." Yeah. Uh, I know quite a few police officers, and a lot of their reasons for joining the academy were. I want to work four days a week and also go to Mexico on the weekends. Yeah. I want to make enough money to not worry about anything. I came for the free gun. Yeah. Yeah. I want to wear a uniform to to impress girls. That's the most cop reason to be a cop I've ever heard. <laughs> so they walk into the the grounds of the academy, and now it's kind of hitting them like, oh, as they see... Uh, Platoons uh, hup, jogging hup, by. Hup, 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 see hup. people doing like push-ups. Pe- see people doing pull-ups and stuff like that. And they're realizing this may be a lot of work. Skull tries to run away. Bulk holds holds him tight and is like, "Hey man, think of it. We got it. We can do this." Yeah. Bulk's wearing a vest that on the back of it is spray painted "Bulky Boy." Yes, sir. But it's spray painted as B U L K E. Yeah, boy. Yeah. And I really like that because legally, my middle name is just the letter E. It does stand for something. Mm. But my name is Dan E because yeah. my parents think they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So Bulk E Boy yeah. really popped me. It got you good, huh? Yeah. They go... They're looking for registration, and it seems like at every turn they're getting run into by this palloon of hut, hut, hut runners. Palloon. Platoon? Platoon. Platoon. A a splatoon (laughs) of runners. (laughs) Yeah, they keep running into a splatoon of very handsome fellas. Yeah, every at every turn they're uh, we we get some we get some physical comedy from this the the jogging boys running into Bulk and Skull. Yeah, and the scene ends with Bulk dragging Skull off. In back on the back on the moon, Rita is watching her present start to hatch. And they are Tenga Warriors. Yeah, buddy. The birds from the movie. Yeah, one of the one of the few things that came over from the movie. And they are very, very excited to have an army of Tenga Warriors. Yeah, with no rangers. Yeah. With no rangers around, like Zed Zed's like, Well, we can do whatever we want with these. We can we can destroy the whole earth with these with nothing to stop them. We're gonna run roughshod over this planet. Yeah. So they're born the Tenga Warriors. Yeah. They're getting hatched, and we get a funny shot of them on the. Uh, we get get a funny shot of these actors just flopping around in these bird costumes, learning how to fly since they're newborns. Yes. They so they're flying all around, and then Rita notices that there's another egg. Yeah. Yes. 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 And she wants to know what is with that egg, yeah. and Rita yes. says it's a special egg. Yeah. This one's bigger. It's like purple. It's important. But I don't remember what's important about it. 
Zed just decides he's going to look at the Power Rangers. Yeah. Because he doesn't, sometimes he doesn't he, like that they just didn't crumble up and die. Like uh, he doesn't like that they just get get There's that, but also like Kimberly and Aisha are down there. And sometimes he's like, "Yeah, I love Rita, but it don't hurt to look." <laughs> <laughs> He sees them down in the desert of despair, and he's like, oh, Fair no. Enough. And they're like, no, they're looking for the temple. They want that ninja power. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So they know they know that the ninja power is a thing. Yeah. So they need to stop them. Rito gets struck by lightning. Lightning has struck his head. He's had an apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vampirus monster. Yes. Yes. Vampirus monsters inside, and... Uh, Spencer's like, oh, that's those are nasty. I don't want anything to do with a vampire yeah. monster. <laughs> Zed's like, oh, God, I don't care what kind of monster just stomped the rangers at the temple. Yeah. Rita's like, how about we let them find the temple, then we attack them, and then we plant the vampires at the front of the temple. Yeah. Which sounds like a bad idea, but also a good idea? I don't know. It's a mixed bash. Yeah. You know, it's... it's there's some... There's uh, there's potential there. Well, their plan hinges on the Tengas being able to kill the Rangers in front of the temple. Right, right. If they can't, they have to face ninjas. Yes. So. So it's a high risk, high reward kind of thing, I guess. Yes. Yeah. All right, but it, it's a little bit of a Jeff Hardy move. So, they're as they're walking through, they find an orb, and Kimberly's like, oh, look at this. This is a funny-looking rock. She picks it up. It gets hot. She drops it. It explodes. They're surrounded by fire. Yeah, they all have to jump over this wall of fire, and when they do so, do so the, the map gets left behind. Yeah. It's dropped, and the fire uh, licks at it until it engulfs it. Uh, they have to hold back Billy, who's saying, like, well, we're not going to be able to find a temple without it. Once the, the map is consumed by this wall of fire that they, they jump over, uh, they, Billy says, well, I don't know how we're going to find it. We're just going to have to keep walking in the direction we were. Yeah. So we see a bunch of different, like, a um, bunch of different hazards that the Desert of Despair provides. Like, uh, Aisha gets in, a, like, a sinkhole. That's actually the only hazard we see because then. Oh, they... I guess so. Outside, besides it, yeah, besides it being a desert and hot, there's a sinkhole that Aisha nearly falls into. But they human chain her out. They come across the landmark that Billy remembered from the map. Yep. They go up to that, looking for a potential temple-looking <laughs> entrance. You know, something, something to denote that there's a temple. Something temple-y. Yeah, yeah. When they're doing that, though. In come the Tengu warriors, and they start harassing the shit out of our rangers. Yeah. And I noticed they're, they they kind of hit the same beats, or try to, that, that happened in their expedition from the movie. It's very similar to that. The only thing they don't do is the pickup. They kind of, yeah, and they kind of combine this with the rock monster fight a bit. Yeah. Because we have someone that gets, that gets uh, cornered in between some rocks that the Tengu try to get at and all that. It, you can tell... You can tell they tried to have some semblance to the movie, so it's like 
Say the movie was your first time watching Power Rangers, yeah. that you saw something that you experienced before. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. There's something you could rec- recognize there. So the word you were looking for was semblance. Semblance, that was the word I was looking for. There's some semblance to the movie so that when you watch it, you know, you're like, oh, this is, okay, I get it, this happened in the movie. All right, all right, all right, I'm on board. So they get into this crevice that the Tenga can't fit in, they're like, because we can't of big st- stupid body shields. Yeah, they're like, we can't stay in here forever. How are we going to find this temple? Well, Adam accidentally hits a rock and a door opens up to a temple. Yeah, the, the, the rock rolls away. They go into a very foggy area with like a little little cavern. It looks like a cave. Look, Looks like the cave. Looks like the cave, yes. It looks like the cave. <laughs> um, at the palace, they're watching this uh, unfold. Saying like why like why haven't Tengu destroyed him yet? Like you know, like don't worry, don't worry, everything's gonna go fine. Stop. Just plant the vampirus. Yeah. So they la- they leave the vampirus egg outside of where the Rangers went in. Inside though, this doesn't seem to go anywhere. Yep. There's nothing here. Tommy gives up. He goes after all we've been through. It's like this, and then he falls through the wall. He starts to walk away. He starts to walk away like he's just gonna leave, and he falls through the wall. Yes. And it's an illusionary wall. When they, uh, do they step through it at this part? Or do we yes, get they to do. Be continued? They all step through it, and then we get a to be continued. That's right. So they step through the, the illusory wall, and we get to be continued into part three, where we see the inside of this, this, uh, this uh, magic wall. <laughs> God damn it. We see the other side of this portal, or whatever you want to call it. And we see kind of a very, again, some semblance to the movie because we see a, like a Legends of the Hidden Temple-like set going on here. Yeah, they're in a Zen garden of some kind. Yeah. Screaming for Tommy because he didn't wait for them. They, they went in seconds after him and he was already gone. He's a terrible leader. Yeah, he's, he's gone. <laughs> Billy, their new leader in my eyes. <laughs> How it should be. Oh. I'm changing the logo for the podcast. White Ranger will no longer be on top for this season. <laughs> I'm going to put him next to Rocky. I'm making a face there that no one can see, but oh boy. I'm putting him right next to Rocky for this season. Enjoy the new logo, y'all. I hope you would notice the changes. <laughs> so they follow these steps, which leads them into a, well, a Kaku Le- Ranger scene. <laughs> leads them up to the door that the Kaku Ranger open. To unseal the yokai. Yeah. But inside is a temple. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very Goldar house looking area, except it has these these gates that open up and inside there's like um there's like candles and then a blue vase yes. on a pedestal. It's my bottle home. That right Jesus. dude, man. So that's just okay. That really is just going to happen from now on. I don't know, Dan. I, look. Was it, was it a good move to Invite contact him? him? It's the best move. It's going to pay off. It's going to pay off, I'm sure. I'm not going to hear this all the time. You might. You might. The contract I signed with him was very similar to a deal with Satan. Mm. Basically, we get nothing out of it but he gets to appear on our podcast and in our dreams. That sounds like 
what I just said I don't want. Yeah. I said, I just want to increase listener count. And he said, you might actually lose them. And I said, that's fine as long as you're with me. <laughs> and I signed. Well, I signed your name, too. Oh, all right. I, okay, well, you know, it's, you can't, <laughs> it's, been, it's, it's done. Can't, <laughs> can't say anything about it, I guess. But, yeah, we enter, we enter this, this, uh, we enter this area with a talking blue vase and inside we see our dear friend and now Lord Ninjor. And here is where Billy starts to lose credit as a leader and Aisha starts to take credit as the new leader. Yeah, she has a good idea. Because they're like, we're looking for Ninjor and he's like, Ninjor's not here. Yeah. And then Billy hears that the voice is coming from the bottle and he like, he like listens to it, he points at the bottle and and Aisha's like, we're just looking for the great and wise ninja. And he's like, great and wise, huh? Maybe I do know where he is. <laughs> and Billy yeah. turns down the body and goes, why don't you come out of here and show me what's up? Yeah, both the girls, are like, because Kimberly starts to go to ninja too. Kim goes, that, and they're like, where's ninja? And he goes, I'm ninja, watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, that twerp is ninja. He goes, twerp, getting out of here. Yeah, doesn't Adam say, I guess... Someone says, like, I guess he was a myth after all. Yeah. That provokes an injury. He comes out of the bottle. And it's pretty funny because the Rangers are like, well, Tommy steps forward and Ninja's like, you got five seconds. Tommy's like, we're sent from Zordon. We lost our powers. We need new powers. He goes, so what? Cool. Five seconds are up. Get out. Yeah. (laughs) And then they say, like, no, no, we're the Power Rangers. What does that mean to me? Yeah. I don't know what Power Rangers are. So they turn around, and they're all sad, like, well, that's it, then. He's not going to do anything for us. What are we going to do? He's like, Billy's like, we're going to just have to do whatever we can do. Yeah. But Tommy starts Boy Scouting. Like, he starts you know, some real... As long as we know what justice is, yeah. we can defeat him. Like, we can really do it. Yeah, yeah. Eh, you know, it's real nice, real nice sentiment, but it's enough Ninja. for Ninja to turn around. Turn around. You guys have the soul of me in you. <laughs> you can become Ninja. Yeah, I do I do really like that he's... <laughs> I, do, I do really like that he's like, oh, you kind of have a bit of me in you. I guess you are good enough. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you got a lot of Ninja in you, and I like seeing I Ninja remember, in you. I don't remember... Uh, well, I don't remember a lot of dialogue from these, but... Ninja or being so kind of self-centered yeah. is really enjoyable. That's funny. At the at the palace. Zed's palace. Yes, Zed's palace. He's like, the Tango Warriors, let the Rangers get away. He's like, well, that, just go, go to Earth, begin a full-scale attack on Angel Grove. Destroy everything. He's like, get big down there. Do it. He's like, you got it, Ed. I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Zed hates him. Zed hates him, and I love Rito. I love Rito so much. This is what you need. It doesn't need to be hard-edged, all-the-time, scary seriousness. Sometimes you need just a goofy, no-fear skeleton boy. I read stuff online that this is the worst. That season three is the worst. Shut up. And I don't agree. Because... I'm nowhere near agreeing. Because... Bulk and Skull are starting to become more serious and become adults. Yeah. So we need new, new numbskull comedy. Yeah. And while Bulk and Skull will still provide that. Yeah. 
Goldar and Rito can now turn it up because they are living cartoons. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can pick up the slack there as Bulk and Skull have pathos now, and, and they can do bigger physical comedy because they are in those big dumb suits. Yeah. Also, I love Rito just from a design standpoint because it's very gore to me. Yeah. And I love me some gore, but at the uh, academy, we see. Pretty pretty funny visual, uh, pretty funny little like Easter eggs. We see a Rita Wanted poster. There's a Putty Neighborhood Watch. Yeah. Um, there was a Wanted poster for some man. Like I imagine he was like a producer or something. <laughs> I, I wish we had like a clearer shot of that. That would be pretty funny. I guarantee there's probably some very funny jokes on that like uh, description. Bulk and Skull are filling out their registration paperwork, and Skull is writing like a person that never learned to write their own name. Ooh, all caps, Skull. And like, an, I'm surprised he's not just like drawing a like a cartoon of a skull. You know, just like, the Punisher logo on yes, everything he does. So, yeah, something like that. I'm actually very surprised. But we get introduced to a well. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a mainstay, Lieutenant Ten- Stone. Yeah, Bulk and Skull's mentor. Yes. He's, he's he's explained to him that he's going to be their tour guide. He's going to be with them as they go through their uh, their their uh, physical fitness. You know, like their and their transformation mm-hmm, into being junior police officers. Yes, and this starts their tour by heading over to the barber. Yep, and uh, of course they're run into by the <laughs> running people. <laughs> Who just happens to be jogging through the office, but it's funny. I, I like it. It's a, it's a very airplane style joke. Yeah, and they run through another hallway, and Bulk and Skull are jogging behind them a little bit, just clowning. poking fun at them. Hut, hut, hut. They clowning. Skull's yelling "hut" in officers' faces. They get led to the to the barber, where they sit down, and we, well, one take, one. One take, Paul Schreier and Jason Narvey. They got. They only got one take at this. Yeah, yeah. They shave their heads. Yeah. They're, they straight up shave their heads. Well, Skull gets a flat top. Skull gets a flat top. Bulk gets it shorn real short. Mm-hmm. He ain't Bulk gets ball, a, but... Bulk gets a two all over. Yeah, two all over. <laughs> and uh, Skull gets a flat top. He does. But Skull, they could have just shaved the sides because he looked good with just that hair on the top he of did. his head. He did look real good. It was kind of like a a little bit of a John Ralphio going on. It was definitely a John Ralphio. <laughs> yeah, but and I but, think that's why I loved it. Yeah, Skull Skull was wearing it. it yeah, was really good. He could go. My friend is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's we what I was thinking. We can go to holding. my costume cabinet. Yeah, Skull. Skull's rocking it. I really enjoyed it, and that's probably, like you said, that's probably why, that's probably why I really liked it because it did make me think of John Ralphio. Who's my favorite character in Parks and Rec? I don't know about it's you. A good one. It's a real, real, real good one. I mean, it's other than choice. Ron. Yeah, Ron is uh, probably Andy's my favorite because he's he, like, there's so many, I, I can relate to Andy on a lot of things. Well, like when it comes to Parks, mainly and, the man-child stuff. I was gonna say, I feel like when it comes to Parks and Rec. Um, Ron is All Might. Like, yes, yes, he he's there. Like, who's your favorite character in <laughs> yeah, Parks and Rec? Defaults to Ron. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't yeah. say Ron. But yeah, every time you talk about Hero Academia, and you say who's your favorite character, you automatically exclude All Might because that should that's everyone's favorite. Yeah, 
All Might should be your favorite. It's legally required for him to be your favorite. But besides that, All Might out of the question, you know, out of the out of the discussion, who's your favorite? Do you think that people that aren't us do that with Tommy and Power Rangers? Like, besides Tommy, who's your favorite ranger? Well, JDF fans do, for sure. But I think there's a lot of people that, that feel the same way we do. I'm pretty sure that um, one of our, our Twitter friends, yeah. SMNBL... Smurgleburger. Smurgleburger. <laughs> I found out that SMN is for his name, but... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But Smurlberger. Yeah. Uh, he was like, for the Lightning Collection, I hope that we don't get a Tommy every wave. He's like, I hope we focus on other Rangers and villains and not him. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I agree. One every three waves, maybe. Yeah. There's enough. We'll get them. Don't worry. But come There's on. There's four Drakens. I this mean. is this is wild, baby. Let's get into it. Uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of people that share that opinion, that, that share that opinion that there doesn't need to be a uh, whole lot of Tommy. If you share We've the opinion that All Might and Ron Swanson are your favorite characters, tweet at us. That'd be just fine. Yeah. We're happy to discuss it with you. All Might and Ron Swanson, same level. They are. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> who they are. <laughs> anyway, after after um, they get their head shaven and they look in the mirror, after they got their head shaven, they look at each other, see their, ex- their expressions, yeah. and look at the mirror and then do like a, a scream take. And there's a real funny outtake of this in the credits oh of this gosh, episode. Oh my gosh, there is. Yeah, I guess we'll just talk about it now. So, um, when they scream after looking in the mirror, uh, Bulk starts corpsing. Like, yeah. he can't can, he can't uh, sustain the scream because he's just laughing at Skull's expression. And then Skull starts laughing as, as it happens and takes. And then Skull, they, Skull like, kind of, like, um, kind of, like, bats the mirror on his knee. Like, and he, he smacks it once. And then the mirror breaks. And yeah. he yells like, I broke the mirror. <laughs> it's really good. Like he's he really like the, the mirror does break on his knee. Yeah, he you holds see it up and you it's see it spider webbed and yeah, all that. Yeah. I, l- I already mentioned it, but I'm so looking forward to these outtakes. As cause they I remember they get progress and get like funnier and funnier with even some like curse words in there that get bleeped out. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um Lieutenant Stone's like, I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And these boys are now getting military ready. Yeah. Next next step, the obstacle course. Yep. But back at the temple, the Tenga are protecting their vampirus egg. While inside the temple, Ninjor is giving the rangers the power of ninja. Yeah. Um, gives a whole line about like what, what ninja is supposed to be, what it represents, you know. Remember, you're out there representing me. You know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's true. That's, I mean, he is, as I was telling Dan as we were watching this, I was like, this is, this is kind of like the first mentor. uh, That gets wet and wild. Well, that, and it's the first mentor that's not Zordon. Yes. Because he's absolutely a mentor. I mean, this is power that's derived from him. He said, he said it himself, you know. It even becomes a plot point, you know, where if Ninja or the temple, where Ninja or the temple falls, then the power falls. You know, the power is no more. Yes. So Nin- Ninja is absolutely Zordon for the 
ninja powers. So he takes him outside. He's like, check out your zords. And he goes over all their, like, he goes over all their, like, qualities, like in the movie. Yeah. Each. Uh, only we get to hear Adam's qualities, actually, instead of just the the funniest line in the movie where he says, I'm a frog. And she's like, well, like a prince, you know. We, yeah. We get to hear all of it. It's pretty good. He introduces them to all of them and then makes them step forward. They get they shine in the light of their power. Yeah. What, does, then, what does he say to Adam? I'm, I'm very interested in what he says to Adam because, like, we don't get to hear... You also don't really get to hear Kimberly's, because hers is just light as a feather. Rocky, you shall command the ape ninja zord. Learn from its wisdom and strength. Aisha was next, and she shall be in control control of the fierce bear ninja zord. It's like in between my ears. The might and cunning that it possesses are already inside of you. Billy, the silent wolf ninja zord... Your stealth and accuracy will be an unbeatable combination. I'm hitting like palpitations. I don't Kimberly, like this. Kimberly, behold the shining crane ninja zord. May the beauty, grace, and speed it possesses shine forth into your own being. Adam, you shall become one with the wise frog ninja zord. Learn from its silent courage. I, that is good. that is good. That's pretty good. That's. That's really good for Adam, but jeez, I I got like chills and I'm sweating. It's hot in here. It's real weird. Every time he pops in, it's like a little fire. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I made a deal with Ninja or if I did with with well, Pazuzu because <laughs> it does smell like brimstone. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we we already got this far, Ninja. If you're you can hear us, I'm sure. The mighty Falcon Ninja Zord is for Tommy. Immerse yourself completely in its quest for justice and strength. Okay. And there we go. That's 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 the qualities of the ninja swords and the ninjas that control them. Anyway, yeah. So he I like that he says you derived before you derived the raw strength of the dinosaurs. Yeah. For your, your power. Now you will have the swiftness and the and the cunning of the ninja. Yeah. I like that. You know why? Because for all this time, it was always just like upgrade, 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 upgrade. They Dragon Ball Z it, you mm-hmm. know, put themselves in a corner. And that's why space was so monumental going into Lost Galaxy and all that. Because it stopped being just this one's better than the one before, you know, boo stronger than cell and so on and so forth. You know, yeah. it was just endless. And it started everything kind of lost its meaning. Nothing held any weight because you're like, who cares? You know, it's always going to get changed. And space just kind of giving like a hard stop to this chain and then going into Lost Galaxy was so nice. That, though, right there, I've never heard that. And that's not no surprise that I never heard that. But just saying that they're different powers. They're not flat out better. There's some things that the dinosaurs had, you know, like the, or at least the... Well, the the powers are like there is a little more raw power, but this is more refined and that, like with greater skill, you know. Yeah, you could always look at the change of Power Rangers through Mighty Morphin, almost as like a TCG, a new set's coming out. Yeah, power creep. Because, like, oh man, in Pokemon Sun and Moon, I had a great deck, but then when uh, the next set came out with Tapu Lele. And mm-hmm. the meta changed. Mm-hmm. Like, the Dinozords were great for fighting Rita, but when Zed showed up, 
maybe it wasn't an increase in power. Maybe it was just the new decks they had Something, to build yeah. to face against Zed's. Yes. Zed's monsters. Specifications. Yeah. You know, something that just fits this meta better. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I like that than just flat out like, oh, these are better. Why don't we use these for? I don't know. Like, I like that. I mean, that's straight up what it is when it goes from Zeo to Turbo. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can ar- argue they did the Escher Stair thing. The Escher Stair way of balance in card games where, like, you know, one 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 set is stronger and then the net very next set's a little bit of a dip for like balance purposes. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of look at Turbo. Even though I like the Zords a lot in Turbo. Like the Zords are probably my favorite thing out of Turbo. Yeah. But it it did feel like I mean, look at Zeo. Like look at those like Well, the the issue is they didn't we've got a little bit of time before we need to talk about this. But they made a big deal about the Zeo powers being much more powerful. And then the turbo ones were like, oh, we got those. Yeah, yeah. It's It was a buy one, get one free sale. Oh, and I'm sure when we... Yeah, and when we talk about that movie, the the 20% that is not uh, me just hating Larigo, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get into... Uh, Dude. I'm going to... Car Ranger has a Larigo. What? His name's Dapu. That thing, though... Not that, not that thing. Oh, looks that closer mutanimal to Mutanimal Warwick Davis looks closer to ET, but his name's Dapu. Maybe I'll like him. Larigo, I fucking hate. I hate Larigo with a Larigo. passion. Larigo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he when he was with the chimps, <laughs> so so bad. I wanted those chimps to like just scarecrow him his wife and his baby oh and his stupid little baby and his wife and their dumb helmets that like that that uh diva talks put on him (laughs) gosh like oh i fucking hate larigo man what a stupid design what a stupid voice that was so fucking pandering that was the most blockbuster exclusive piece of shit decision i've ever seen like that felt like it was a, it felt like it was a special. The Larigo stuff felt like it was a special exclusive to Blockbuster. Do you under, do you like, do you, you picking up what I'm laying down when I say that? Does yeah. that make sense? It looked cheap. Yeah, it just was. But we'll talk about it in four months. Okay. Five, so, six months, half so, a year. Ha- yeah, well, it'll it'll happen because that is continuity. <laughs> yeah. And we, we like even if we didn't want to, we have to. But you know, like I think I was surprised because like I don't have the opinion that most people have on the Turbo movie. There's 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 a lot of stuff I do like. I like that movie. Yeah. Uh, Bulk and Skull are working out in yeah. the police academy, and we and get a song, baby. We get a new song, a new Bulk and Skull song about how they got to pick their chin up. They got to yeah. work. Pick, yeah. Uh, what is it like? Pick it up, pick it up, Bulk and Skull, or shape it up, Bulk and Skull. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Whose song did they remix for that one? Godzilla? No. It's a song that that Wasp made. Oh. Hmm. I didn't even pick that up. I didn't pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I didn't is it even the, is it it's the Tenga song. It's a remix of the Tenga song. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like the 
They got a fuzzy fur. We'll have to listen. We'll have to, we'll have to listen again afterwards because I'm pretty sure they're arranged pretty differently. But speaking of a Tengu song, the Rangers in their ninjetti suits yes. confront the Tengu, and we get the Tengu Warrior song, which is awesome. Each of the Rangers get a feature position in the fight, where they each hit an amazing new move using their ninja powers, and then they hit a pose super hard. And everyone looks cool, especially Billy. Oh, especially Billy. Aisha. Billy and Aisha hit it. Like, Aisha has this awesome little, like, kind of, like, hip pivot when she does it. Yeah. Mm, it's just... It's no, just... that's that's in the, uh, the Zord call. Oh, that's in the Zord call. Excuse me. But... Both Billy and Aisha really shine on that. Even Rocky has a little bit of time to shine because he jumps on the tangy, he rides him, and he like kicks him down, and then he hits his pose, which doesn't really convey ape to me when he does it. It was more like serpentine, but whatever. It still looked pretty cool. Adam does some incredible ninja stuff. Yeah. Uh, they don't really give him like a big feature in this, but he is the ninja in the black costume, which default makes him the coolest looking one <laughs> yeah kimberly uh, has some awesome stuff yeah kimberly does this like ninja speed thing anytime that she's about to get attacked by a tenga she's in a different spot yeah oh and tommy has like the he does uh, a substitution jutsu yeah he does he is like they attack him and just his uniform's left behind and then he appears again pretty and cool when i was a kid the first time i saw that i thought that that was the sickest shit i'd ever seen in my life it's still pretty cool yeah <laughs> it's still just punch someone and like in your mind you're like man i punched that dude so hard his body disintegrated all of clothes. his life clothes yeah 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 i hit that dude so hard he, he got raptured yeah i hit that dude so hard he little monster <laughs> but he was just behind them doing bigger damage yeah man awesome they're they're able to uh they're able to uh, fight off the Tengu. At that time, Alpha is able to get the... He's, he's just finishing the repairs on the viewing globe. Yep. And they can see Rito is attacking the city. So they have to go off. Nin Ninja kind of like bids him farewell and, and gives him like some uh, parting advice. Uh, they now... They do the first time ever the, the new morph call. Yes. To where we get White Ranger power. Yeah. Black Ranger power, Pink Ranger power, Blue Ranger power, Yellow Ranger power, Red Ranger power. Yeah. So sick. And it's new. With, They're in there. The helmets come up and everything. Yeah. The, the nice like lighting and stuff. It's. It, I'm, I'm liking it. And they're doing it in their ninja suits. And they have one that's from their normal clothes and then in their, their ninja suits. Yes. Yeah. Depending on what they're wearing is a different morph call. Yeah. And the episode ends with them about uh, with them taking off to go address it while the vampirus egg starts to hatch. Yes, we go right into the next one, uh, showing the rangers leave. This episode is all action. It really is. Yeah, we get well, Zords pulled double duty here. Yep. So before we go on, I want to talk about like the interestingness of the change, because uh, as you listened last week on our Cocker Ranger series. They didn't receive the Zords. This, I was always under the impression that the Ninja Zords were the first Zords. But in Kaku Ranger, the Shogun Zords are the first Zords. Which is crazy. <laughs> Which is so, like... It's insane to know that the Ninja Zords are the upgrade. Yeah. But they, they could have um, taken some notes from Die Ranger, where it's like a... 
a a like a uh, like it like the probably I feel when those swords come around in Kaku Ranger, it's just like a more agile sword to deal with. I do think it's a speed over strength thing. Yeah, because like I don't believe that thing's stronger than Shogun. I mean, look at it. Thing is huge. Yeah. And that flaming sword. <laughs> so <Yeah>. badass. <laughs> It is. <laughs> yeah, it's real cool. <laughs> but I can't help. I can't help but uh, I can't help um, my my stupid giddiness coming to the surface there when when I'm talking about that. So one of the things that I was really hoping for in season three with Kaku Ranger because I, I was hoping that because season two our monsters didn't match up at all. Yes. And unfortunately, because the Zords are now backwards. Our monsters are not going to match up at all through season three. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. But maybe they just, maybe they have, uh, they have a lot more American footage to make up for it, you know? I think so. I think that it's another, like, piecemeal, like, season two. Yeah. But. We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. It's an unfortunate change of events, but. Yeah. Season three is only 33 episodes. Yeah, that's another good point. But, yeah, uh, so the Rock Rangers... Kaku Rangers, 20 extra episodes. The Rangers uh, go off to uh, go stop Rito from destroying the city. They called the new the new Zords, Ninja Zord Power Now. We get, like, a... Um, they... Slightly different poses. Yeah. Like, they kind of... They start... They like start with the old the old standard, and then they t- and it then it uh, like evolves into a into like a new pose. Kimberly's starts different, ends the same though. That's yeah. like the one difference. Billy's is different completely. Yeah. Adams is different completely. Yeah. I mean, it's all little small nerdy details, but it's awesome. And it's of really course, ex- Tommy's is different completely. Yes, it's all real exciting. There's oh, there's Aisha's, which I love. Little hip swivel when she does it. Awesome, man. I didn't think like. Aisha's becoming like dark horse favorite. Yeah, like she's really coming up the ranks. She is. She's doing a good job. Like, for me, it is Billy and Adam up there mm-hmm. as yeah. one and two. Yeah, yeah. And I know for you, it's probably it's Zach and Jason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, still. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Billy, Adam, Jason, Zach for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, Billy, Adam, Kimberly, Jason, Zach. I got you. No, like I. But Aisha's coming up. That being fair, and and they like uh, excluding retired Rangers from it. Yes, I'm of the same opinion. It's the same way. Billy, Adam, Kimberly. Yeah. Yeah, that's. But Aisha, yes. Watching this with these thick podcast eyes. Shout out to our Friday episodes. If you listen to those, and if you do, thank you so much. But with these thick podcast eyes, I'm picking up some things I've never picked up before, which is Aisha puts in some work. Yeah. Aisha does some stuff that is pretty cool and you know, boogie with a bear, baby. Like it's I like I like the Japanese I really like seeing the Japanese footage of these zords since basically all I really have that, that has stayed with me is the very shoddy CG from the movie. Yeah. You know? So um yeah, so they call down the Zords. We see every single shot of the Falcon Zord is so dope, by the way. Well, we come to find... There's no sixth ranger for that Falcon Zord. It's, yeah, it's a god, right? I, yeah. From what I've 
little I know of Kaku Ranger, isn't the Falcon Zord like a god? Yeah. So no one controls it. Yeah. It just comes, you know. But uh, yeah, the, the Zords uh, face off with Brito, all doing uh, separate attacks, including the... You know, they all do separate attacks with like the wolf sword doing like a like a front flip in the air and using its tail like a sword. Bear but, causing an earthquake. Yeah, which probably does significant damage to the city as well. Uh, the frog sword uh, having like a fire breath. Yeah, fire breath. Uh, the crane shooting lasers. Yeah, diving at it, shooting lasers. Ape sword got got some swords. Yeah, he's doing his work. Yeah, all cool, all cool stuff. Yeah. Zed is just freaking out. He's like, the Rangers got the ninja powers. Yeah. Can't believe it. And Goldar's like, I knew this would happen. You sent down the wrong people. You should send me. Yeah. <laughs> Rita's like, my brother's got this. Don't worry. My brother can do no wrong. He's the best. Yeah. And, like, well, and remember, we have our little vampire egg waiting to hatch. Yeah, he's going to kill kill Ninjor. It, it, like, the uh, egg starts to hatch, and we see Vampiris' face. Vampiris' mm-hmm. face, not the rest of them, so... Not really the rest of them, but at least his face. To anyone that's familiar with it, it like th- it looks like Zeratul from StarCraft. I don't know if you ever played StarCraft. No, I got the sense of uh, in Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, he looks like the Poe that you're trying to capture oh, in Hyrule Field. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can see that. But um, at the uh, back at the academy. Vulcan Skull are still being worked by Lieutenant Stone. Yeah, they're all standing in the group, and they're getting yelled at for kind of not paying attention. Yeah. Meanwhile, in battle, the Ape Zord has combined its swords. It's going to attack. Rito changes his hand into a flamethrower yeah. to attack them all. His camo side. <laughs> yes. His camo side gets a flamethrower. And he gives everybody a shot. Like Yeah, he just he, yeah, he just spreads the flame across the entire battlefield well, hitting them all. Kimberly tries to shoot down on him again. He just throws up his hand this time and blocks the shot. Yeah. So whose turn is it to show up? The Ninja Megazord. Not the Ninja Mega Falcon Zord. Yeah, Ninja Megazord. They they turn into the Ninja Megazord and um, we see like this shot that always this is like one of the things that that did stick with me, mm-hmm. which is seeing the the punch with the wolf and the punch with the ape arm, like when they when they're coming in, you get this this um you get this image flashing mm-hmm. of like the beast form. Yeah, like it's pretty cool it, with the like respecting noises they would be making, like the growl for the wolf or the howl for the wolf, and then like the the ape roar. And then they want to finish the battle, so they hop up into the sky. And this is something that's just hitting me now. It's amazing. The, that they use the frog for the bottom legs for this hop because he hops super oh, high up into the sky yeah, to get caught by the falcon legs, sword that's right yeah there you go that's that agility that's where it comes from because you, your lower half is is all frog muscle yep <laughs> that's cool they hit and they do their big attack on rito and rito gets away yeah it's just like dive bomb it's a dive bomb attack where they where they Iron Giant out their arms, you know. Yeah. And, and they land both punches simultaneously with the ape and wolf punch on on Rito, who explodes into a phantom that turns into an. He doesn't this time. It's for the second battle. Oh, excuse, I think. excuse me. Yeah, he just he just glows a bit and then uh, he disperses and he and he ends up back in the palace. Zed berates Rito back at the palace for failing. Goldar's like, he's not as good as me, man. Send me down. Put me in, coach. Yeah. Put me in. Goldar, Goldar hates this because last time 
there was a power shift. He was just a new boss. That's fine. But now someone's gunning for his job. Yeah. He hate that. He knows that he loves his wife, and his wife loves her brother. Yeah. So, Goldar's just the hired help. Yes. Brother's always going get to the, get the hook up on that job. Shape it up, Vulcan skull. They're doing, uh, running through the tires, getting all of them stuck on their legs, uh, doing, they look like they're doing uh, pull-ups, but they're actually just sitting on the ground. Then a, a very funny sequence of skull, like there's a half wall that they have to vault over, yeah. and skull jumps over it, bulk just slams into it. Yeah. Skull comes back around, does it again. Bulk still can't hop over it, while Lieutenant Stone has a megaphone and is screaming at both of them. Yeah. Really While the Shape It Up Bulk and Skull song is playing. Yeah. <laughs> Rita's watching what's going on down on Earth, and she's kind of freaking out. Zed is like, we need another plan. The Vampirus monster, he's hatched. We'll have him go in there, destroy the temple, kill Ninjor, the powers will be done. Yep. That's they give the orders. At, at the command center, Zoran lets the Rangers know that if the temple or Ninjor were to, were to fall, then their powers would, would fall with them. But they've repaired the command center completely. Yeah, it's, it's back in working order. Yep. So the alarm goes off. They look all over Angel Grove, and they're like, ah, nothing's there. I guess the alarm must still be on the fritz. Yeah, they, they there's danger, but it's like we, we laughed at it because they're like, okay, show to park. All right. Show to youth center. All right, everything's good. Go to a universal level. You know, like, <laughs> go to, let's, let's see the scanners for the solar system. Yeah. Like so that's that's it, huh? It's the it's park, <laughs> youth center. Those are good. Well, might as well check out the solar system, see everything all right there. But nothing's being picked up. So they just have to stay on alert. More Balkan skull montage. Mm-hmm. They're going through a maze backwards. There's a door that like all the all yeah. It's probably a pretty heavy door. There's a door that all the recruits have to like shoulder through. Like mm-hmm. um Balkan skull run through it, but on the uh, on the other side they're like lounging with parasols and like and like uh, coconut drinks. Yeah, coconut drinks that Lieutenant Stone uh, screams at him for. Yep. Next shot is the the end of the race where where he's like timing them. Vulcan Skull aren't on the path. He looks up. It's like a whole hillside of cactus. They're running through all the cacti. Yeah. They uh, go through a like a um, a tunnel like they have to crawl through. Yeah. And they just try to hide in it. Skulls. Lieutenant Stone's like, I could be your best friend or your worst nightmare. Now move, 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 move. Yeah. Vampirus calls out Ninjor. He's like, don't worry, I'm going to get you. They make Vampirus big. And he's like, what are you going to do? And Ninjor's like, I'm, I'm still going to kick the shit out of you. He goes big <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just, I love that. Like, Ninjor's like, whatever. I don't care. Like, sure, man. And then Vampirus talks a mess to Ninjor. Yeah. Uh, at the command center, they realize that it's Ninjor that's in trouble. Yeah. But Vampirus talks mess to Ninjor, and Ninjor's like, oh, you get me so angry. This is basically like, because, so, and this is basically all a Ninjor fight with with the Rangers only landing the coup de grace. Yeah. Because Vampirus uh, taunts Ninjor. Ninjor hops on his, like, flying Nimbus. Yeah. He has, like, a flying Nimbus that flies around, looks pretty dope. Vampirus transports him to this, like, red dimension. Mm-hmm. Where it's really hot, and it, like he's pissing off uh, Ninjor. Mm-hmm. Ninjor says, like, oh, I just hate evil. I hate bad guys. You get me so fired up, and he transforms. It's not great CG. It is not great CG, but you know what? It is CG in Super Sentai. Yeah. So 
Trailblazers. <laughs> it's. I think it's the first CG we've really seen. I think so. It's. It's. Um. It's. It's a. It's a first. I it's would a new say. world. Yeah. So I gotta give them credit for that. It doesn't age well, but what CG from this that isn't Jurassic, Jurassic Park or Starship Troopers has aged well, you know. Yeah. So he transforms into this, uh, like kind of like almost samurai. Yeah, samurai like like of a, ninja. He has. He has like um. His name is Samurai Man. In a Kaku Ranger. Oh, cool. Like, he's Ninja Man, and then when he makes this transformation, he's Samurai Man. Nice. He has, um, he has like, a Yari, mm-hmm. it's like a Japanese spear that he fights with. And he's doing all the work, but, like, interspliced shots of the Ninja Ninja Megazord coming together. Then the Ninja Falcon Zord coming together. Then it's in the air. And you're, and you're like, this whole time, Ninja's kicking the shit out of Vampiris. He's using, like, a chi attack and all well, different kinds of stuff. He uses the chi attack to knock him back. And yeah. it's actually... The chi attack that we're going to see through Decker Ranger. Oh, because like he stands back, he charges his attack, shoots it, and it comes around a curve as the camera runs out and the attack comes forward. Yeah, because if you remember, Decker Master Shadow Ranger did that with his sword attack, mm-hmm. where he pulled the sword back and then he rushed forward. Oh, and cool. all of the RPM Rangers. Yeah, actually. So- so, like, this whole time it's happening, it's like, oh, Ninja is just going to kill this guy. But then the Ninja Falcon Zord flies in for their big finish attack like they did before. Yeah. They landed on him, and then both Ninja and the Ninja Falcon Zord pose together. Yeah, they power down. Back at the command center, Ninja is, contacts them on the viewing globe, and he's like, just remember, I'm with you at all times. Oh, God, it was right there. It was right there in the show. We knew what we were getting into. Yeah. That's how you... Once Kim, we, you Kimberly have, even says, like, just just like that, you can hear us? Anytime. Ah. Uh, oh, boy. I told you, I don't know if it's Ninja or Pazuzu. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, we'll protect and serve everything. Demons go by different names in different religions. <laughs> Pazuzu... To the Catholics, Ninja, to Power Ranger nerds, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they uh, we end the episode with graduation for Bulk and Skull. <laughs> we end we end it with the graduation for Bulk and Skull. When <laughs> they welcome the friends and family of when everybody. When they say right, like beautiful comedic timing. Right after they say friends and timing, we or <laughs> beautiful comedic timing because once they say friends and family. It shows Ernie. Yeah, it shows Ernie <laughs> clapping, real excited, and then it pans down and it shows the rest of the rest of our kids sitting there with them as they parade out the new recruits in their new uniforms. And while I was saying this, I was like, "Just a day, huh?" Well, I guess they're just junior police officers, so it's kind of like a honorific thing, you know, yeah. it's just an honorary title. But then he hands them real badges, and he tells Bulk and Skull that they're going to be on parking ticket duty you for the rest of their lives. Yeah, you can't do that as a volunteer. No. So they are. Full-on police officers. Who knows how many police officers die in the line of duty fighting putties? Good call. They, they probably, that's a good call. They probably expedite the whole process. Yeah. You know? We just got to get more in. They keep on dying. Yeah. Or yeah. quitting. Yeah. Or but suffocating in tires. The Rangers are there cheering on Bulk and Skull completely, which is so crazy. Yeah, you guys shit on them all the time. What do you do? The 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 audacity to show up 
at this, their moment of achievement, and act like you've been with them the whole time. Yeah. Of course, Bulk and Skull. Oh, you see me when I'm shining. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Fake. Bulk and Skull, Bulk and Skull it up. When they about face, they turn the wrong way. Hey. Yeah, they turn the wrong way, but then their boss stabs them. Yeah, with their new badge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So... That all happens. Bulk and Skull look at their badges. The Hut 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 guys run by, but they don't <laughs> knock into them this time. Yeah. Funny reoccurring joke. <laughs> Everyone claps, and it's great. The end, the end of the episode. And that was the Ninja Quest. Oh, man. That was, here we are now, full-fledged season three. We Ready. Have... Ready to wrap Mighty Morphin up very shortly. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's so crazy that... It's we're on the precipice of Zio, you know. Yeah, like we do not have far to go at all before we're talking about some brand new new. Yeah, it's but, it's incredible. It's very good. It's very fun to be here. I think season three needed to be the way it is. I really think that that you think it needed to be goofy and short and yeah. all of that. Yeah, like it's it's a it's it's a nice brisk kind of jaunt well it also has some stuff that they tried out and didn't work and i think that because stuff wasn't working that they were like this is the end of this we need to move along it's important that it needed to be the way it is here and because the metallic armor is coming and i think they think that the metallic armor is going to work metallic armor is just gonna they're it's gonna satisfy if the metallic armor was them using the movie suits the Rangers upgrading to movie suits. Mm-hmm. They could have got another season out of this. Probably. Probably. Yeah. So, not only do I... So, with that, not only do I think that this season needed to be this way for uh, levity's sake, but also just out of, out of necessity for Power Rangers to evolve. Yeah. You know? They tried some things, and hats off to them for trying some things. and But it ushers in... Zio and it and like we're all we're doing here is like picking up momentum. Yeah, the show is getting better and better and better. Like, and when this season was coming out, I don't think I watched much of it on television. Yeah, I think that I caught reruns of it every once in a while. Yeah, and I think that's and it wasn't like I wasn't of the age. You know, it wasn't like I was like maturing or whatever. That never happened. But it wasn't like I was a teenager, like a hooligan at this point. No, because I watched every episode of Zio on TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Zio brought me back in. I watched every episode of Space. So, if nothing else, that shows you that something needed to change anyway. But now that I'm watching season three, or able to watch season three with these eyes, and, uh, like, really looking at it from from a, well, the retrospective standpoint, I could see how this was... I could see the value of this season. I could see the the virtues of it, or whatever you want to call it. I'm enjoying the hell out of what they've done so far in these these uh first five episodes or first six episodes. Yeah. Or is it no eight episodes? Right? Because we was Master Rider three parts. Seven episodes. Because this was a four parter. Three and then a four. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I got my education in Nevada, man. You know. I don't do the math. So, yeah. So, seeing this now, uh, while uh, seeing this in the light of this podcast and just kind of, like, analyzing everything, I'm liking 
season three a lot with these first seven episodes. Yeah. It all feels different. It all feels fresh. It's it's a good time. There's some funny bits. Um, the action scenes have, have stepped up. There's a lot. There's like a every every fight has been like fun to watch. You know, it's exciting. Lots of new music. You know, mostly instrumentals. We but we did get two get two new songs with the lyrics. We also got the th- like the full third version. Yeah, third version of the theme. Yeah, the they know. Yeah, yeah, like fate of the world is lying in their hands. Yeah. Like, Ron's a genius. That yeah. he held back on that. That he held back on. It. He's like, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm sure from day one he knew. He's like, all right, we're gonna hit you with the, we're gonna hit you with like the chorus. Mm-hmm. Season two, gonna give you a verse. Season three, we're gonna give you the next verse. You know, and you're gonna cream over it. And, and yes, then we're gonna remix it. Then we're gonna remix it. Yeah. Oh, what a gift! <laughs> what a gift, Mr. Wasserman is. So. I think with that, we're going to end the episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. If you could, leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. That would be a lot of help to get us noticed and help us get better sponsors and all of that. Please follow us on social media at Power Playthrough on Instagram, at P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to go get yourself a digital download of that, head over to rainer.bandcamp.com. While you're there, get yourself some merch. They got a lot. Okay? Get that merch. Get that new album when it drops. Yeah, there's probably new merch when you hear this, honestly. Not making any promises, but there's stuff to buy regardless. If you're a big fan of the show and you'd like to support us, we do do a show every Friday over at patreon.com slash powerplaythrough. If you're a big fan of VR Troopers or any of the other Saban shows that we will be covering, head over there for as little as $5. You can get another installment of our podcast. You get like, yeah, you get a lot, lot, lot more hours of content from, from that little bit. Yeah, and there's always more coming. We've got plenty of ideas for stuff in the future for Patreon. So keep an eye out on that. And uh, if you just want to try it out, there is a free episode up for download on Patreon right now. So, please, please check it out. Stick your feets in it. Try it out. See yes. what's the temperature like, if it's suited for you. So, thank you so much for listening. And may the power of Ninja protect you. Freddy legitimately wears a Rainer shirt to almost every recording. (laughs) Who's it for? I don't know. I'm just a whore, man. I'm all about it.